Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram, the It's Possible Guy. And today I want to talk to you guys about, I guess, the topic that came to me the other day. There was a scripture that I happened to be reading. Now, the scripture is located in the Book of Mormon and in the book inside the Book of Mormon called Helaman 12. And it's verses 5 and 6. And it says, Yea, how quick to be lifted up in pride. Yea, how quick to boast and do all manner of that which is iniquity. And how slow are they to remember the Lord their God. And to give ear unto his counsels. Yea, how slow to walk in wisdom's, wisdom's paths. Behold, they do not desire that the Lord their God, who hath created them, should rule and reign over them, notwithstanding his great goodness and his mercy towards them. They do set it not as counsels, and they will not that he should be their guide. Now, the part of this that really caught my attention was how to slow to walk in wisdom's paths. And, and I was thinking about why it is that we do that. So I, I know sometimes to some people this might sound really funny. But one of the things that I've been inspired the most to do is to create these, these what's called the It's Possible Challenge now. And it's basically to help people to get to start getting into action on the things that they want to create in their lives. It's basically to help people start creating the life they really want to. And it's interesting because whenever I think about this, whenever I ponder about this, whenever I pray about this, I really do. I feel really strongly and peaceful about doing it. But when it comes time in the day to actually do it, sometimes I have a lot of thinking around it. You know, sometimes we think to ourselves, it's like, why in the world would I be inspired to do something during the middle of the day, the quote unquote work day, that's fun and enjoyable and exciting? We almost think that because it's that, it can't be the right thing. However, I have never done one of these challenges and regretted it. I really haven't. I mean, some of them have taken me longer than others. But if I'm being honest, it's probably just because of all the the crazy leprechaun thinking that I have in my head. Both a mixture of the adversary and my own thinking. So I want to ask you, what is it right now? that you are being slow to walk in wisdom's paths. The, the thing that I love about that, that verse and the phrasing of that particular part of the verse is the understanding that I come through, you know, the, the, uh, the particular coaching that I understanding that I come through, for lack of better words, which is called the three principles, talks a lot about this inner wisdom, how every one of us is so guided and so directed. And those people that listen, their lives are amazing. Well, what if it were possible that the adversary really doesn't want you to have joy? Because we're not actively going to have these thoughts that it's like, well, I, I feel really good. I feel really peaceful. I was really excited about doing this thing. Maybe I shouldn't do it. I mean, peace and joy, that is the answer. When you are having peace and joy about anything, that is, point, that is a compass pointing you in that direction. That is how God speaks to us. That is what I've truly seen in my life. Yet, I have a hard time understanding that too. You know, I think the other thing that we really get trapped up in is we get distracted. 
there are plenty of times that I'll turn on a show late at night, you know, just to watch a little bit. And within not very long, it's 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock in the morning. Oh, well, I guess I should have just gone to bed. <laughs> you know, it, it's funny. I was talking to I was talking to a friend recently. You know, that basically we, we were kind of joking around. There's there's this idea that the Holy Ghost, it goes to bed at, at midnight. And I think he said something similar to like it never goes to bed. And, you know, what I, what I thought about that is we go to bed. Our mental ability to focus, to stay present, and to make wise decisions, the later we go in, in the nighttime, we just aren't at our best. And so we get sucked into these things that seem like, oh, I'm just going to do this for a minute. And all of a sudden it's, you know, really late. And then worse, we beat ourselves up. Oh, I said I wasn't going to do that. Why did I do that? You know, there's a scripture in the Bible that said, this is in Isaiah 55, verse 8. It says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. And, and then it goes on in verse 9, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts than your thoughts? You know, it, it comes to my mind again about a story that, about an experience I had. I was talking with, we were talking with my mentor, Michael Neal, and it was either him or somebody else in the group that we were just kind of joking around. And they said, you know, the story would, of, of Joseph's life, the autobiography title would be, Fighting against God and losing. Now, that wouldn't be necessarily appropriately titled, because let, let me share a bit more. I don't struggle sometimes in knowing what the Lord would have me do. I struggle in being okay with it. Especially the things in your life, the things that really make the difference. God will guide you. I mean, he'll guide you in everything, but he'll particularly say, hey, this is, this is really important. Go do this. I mean, I found, especially with some of the harder decisions I've made in my life, it, he was very much there for me. Well, if God is going to guide you to your greatest path, why do we fight it? And, and, and the trick is we actually don't necessarily because the way the adversary, the way this crazy leprechaun thinking works in our head, we have so many thoughts every single day. And, and I truly believe that the adversary's best weapon is to simply pretend that he is the spirit, that he is wisdom, but they have a different feeling. And sometimes we get so tired, we get so exhausted from dealing with the adversary and dealing with all the random crazy thoughts in our head. Just, we have all kinds of thoughts. But if they aren't leaving you peace or joy, they're not that important for you. There's a scripture that says, you know, if, if somebody asks the, 
their dad for bread, he's not going to give them a, give them a, a rock or a snake or whatever it is. And the same with our God. If we ask him and say, like, would, would you please help me to understand? Please help me to know if this path is a good path. Please help me to know if this thing is a good thing. Well, the trick is he's already been leading and guiding you. He leads and guides you through peace. And sometimes that can be really hard to... Well, sometimes we just have a lot of thinking in our heads. I mean, were it not for all the thinking in our heads about what we have to do or what we should do, we would, we would do so much better. What if we could just go forward? You know, I, I, went, to, I went to a funeral this morning of a man that did so much good in the world. And you know, one of the things he did is just when, when he knew that something he wanted to do something, he just went and did it. He didn't waste time. He just went and did it. Well, if each of us started doing that with, with the things that we were guided to do, you would get done the things that God wanted you to faster. Theoretically, I mean, some things really do just take time. And you would be given more instruction. There's another scripture that says, line upon line, precept upon precept. Now, the thing I like about the word precept, and I just looked it up again, it says any commandment or order intended as an authoritative rule of action. Well, God's going to give you commands, but they're not bad commands. They're, hey, this is going to be really good for you. Go do this. And, and I shared last week, how do we know when something's good for us and when it's not? Like once you know it's good, just go forward. If you have doubts, if you have fears, if you have worries, you are always welcome to ask God and say, hey, this is what I feel I need to do. And this is what I'm concerned about. When you're doing what God would have you do, God will take care of you. You know, there was something else said about this man who happened to be a, he happened to be a, an, a very, very powerful lawyer. Of how when all of your gifts just fit with, you know, your profession or your desired profession, how that's such a gift. God has given each of you your gifts and your talents and your abilities to use them. He has also given you your agency, but he will give you the guidance and direction that you need and that you seek. We just don't listen. I mean, this truly has. This has been one of the more challenging lessons for me to learn. Because sometimes my head is just swimming with thoughts. And I've always wanted to do right by God. I've always wanted Heavenly Father to be proud of me, to be, to be pleased of me. I, I don't want to leave this, wor this world with my work undone. I mean, that's, that's all I've ever wanted. 
But sometimes we get we get confused. And actually the act of confusion is simply just telling you you're overthinking. So what is helpful for me is being still. Sometimes we think, well, I don't know what to do, so I just got to start doing a ton of things. And I, and I may have said stuff like that on the podcast before. Sometimes the answer is just to be still. I mean, even in the scriptures, it says, be still and know that I am God. You know, I was listening to something that Michael Neal was saying the other day, and he talked about if all of us have, you guys know when, when you're watching something live, you're never actually watching it live, you're watching it about a second, a seven second tape delay. And he used that example to say, if we just pause for a, a moment, you know, if we pause for seven seconds, we'll you know, what needs to come through will come through. And, I, and I've talked about that before of just, you know, being still. But I like that idea of even, even if it just takes seven seconds, just to breathe for a moment. You know, it's funny, we get tired and we get exhausted and frustrated. But it's usually not a physical exhaustion. It's usually because we're running around chasing all of these thoughts in our head that don't serve us. And we're like, oh my goodness, I just need a break. I just need a, I just need a rest. If you're, if you're just still, those things will go away. I believe the other part of this is we don't know how it's going to work out. You know, it's funny. I, I had the thought the other day, you know, we, we have to provide for ourselves. And the thought alone is super funny because none of us ever provide for ourselves. We show up and we do the work that we feel that we, we need to do in order to earn money. But everything good comes from God. Everything. And, and we get this idea in our head, well, if I'm not, if I'm not working really hard, he's not going to take care of me. What if he's trying to take care of you? What if he's leading you down the best path for you? And you're so worried about, well, I've got to pay these bills. I mean, has Heavenly Father ever let you down? I mean, there might be a few of you that have been homeless or something of the sort. But at least when I look at it, I mean, God has never left me without a home, without, you know, it might, like, it might not be the most ideal thing I ever wanted. And it might not be exactly what I want, which is to have you know, my own family inside of a home one day. But God knows what he's doing. Why, why, do we, why do we keep trying to take the wheel? It's out of fear. You know what? I, I just pictured... I just pictured a... You know, like, 
one of those movies where this, this might have actually come from, from a show recently, but you know, one of those one of those shows where they're trying really hard to, you know, just go go a direction that they so the driver is going a direction that the passenger doesn't want to go and is actually really fearful that it could you know that they could be in a lot of danger. And they'll actually start fighting against the person with the steering wheel. Now, granted, yes, if, if your life was in danger, that would be a great choice. But what we generally try to do is take the steering wheel away from God. You know, there's a difference between listening and scanning. You know, if, if I'm scanning, if I'm... I'm basically desperately searching for an answer. If I'm listening, I'm waiting for the wisdom that Heavenly, wa- Heavenly Father wants to bring to me. So, instead of jerking the steering wheel out of God's hands, or trying to, we, we can never even do that, Like, there, there's something Michael Neal says. He says, you're not, you're not the pilot. You're the plane. I, I know that Michael Neal works really hard. I also know he has an amazing life. And I also know that he follows this guidance and direction the best that he can. The Lord is going to lead and guide you to your happy, happy life. If you, stop t- if you stop taking the steering wheel out of his hands, you don't have to know where you're going. And sometimes that can be really scary. You just have to trust. How do you know that you can trust your feelings? As we talked about last week, your peace and joy. That is how you can know you can trust. I want to point out something funny because I'm guessing some of you guys listen to this and basically say he says the same thing all the time. I do. I just say the same thing in about a a ton of different ways. What is the absolute truth? When we're quick to follow wisdom's paths, our lives are amazing. Oh my goodness. Our, Our lives are so, so, so awesome. The, the other thing I want to say about that scripture, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, and neither are your ways my ways, we have a lot of thoughts that are in our head that don't serve us, and they don't come from God, and they don't come from our highest self. But we listen anyways. If a thought doesn't leave you with peace and joy, It is not meant for you. 
know, I mean, sometimes the thought can kind of overwhelm us a little bit or we can have some thinking about it and then we get quiet and we listen and it does come through better. But And, and also the more urgent a thought is, the more it's not for you. You know, I, I think the other part of why, why don't we follow wisdom's paths? Because we think it's meant to be hard. I mean, we've been taught even in the scriptures, it says, by the sweat of your brow, you know, so you work or something like that. We've been taught for so long that it has to be hard, that it has to be difficult. What if it doesn't? I mean, how are you currently making your life more difficult? Instead of just following, following this guidance, following this joy, following this peace. Now, back to the question, why don't you follow your joy, follow your peace, follow your wisdom's paths? Like in this moment, have you been inspired to do something? So when I say inspired, I mean like feel peace, feel joy. Have you? If you have, I'm, I'm talking even like something in the past that you've just been putting off. I mean, I've, that, this challenge I've gone back and forth with for about, oh, probably about two years, something around there. Because I think I have to be doing real stuff. There's a scripture in Luke 2 that talks about the Savior when he was a young boy. And he was teaching in the temple. You know, and it's, and it's really interesting because people came to him. Like, he had all these people around him that were so excited to learn from him. You know, he, he was doing and fulfilling his mission. And they saw him. They were amazed. And then his mother said unto him, Son, you know, why hast thou dealt with us? You know, behold, thy father and I have sought thee sorrowing. They basically spent, you know, a few days looking for him among this giant company. And he said something really interesting. He said, how is it that ye sought me? Wist ye not that I must be about my father's business? Now, I haven't thought of this in a very long time. But everybody else around you is going to think that you should be doing something else with your life. But everybody else is not in tune with you. And they're not in tune with, with God. For you, especially. Most people are just trying to, they're trying to relieve your suffering and they think that they have a good idea to do it. But some people give well meaning advice that isn't really good. And we, you can only know if something's good for you if it leaves you feeling peace and if it leaves you feeling joy. But everybody really is trying to do their best that they can. But my question comes back, like, should we not be about doing the Father's business? 
And the Father's business is whatever He has told you and instructed you to do. It does not matter what anyone else says. It does not matter what anyone else does. It does not matter how anyone else feels about your choice. Because there is a peace and a joy that comes from doing the work of the Lord that He intended for you to do. He's given you your talents. He's given you your abilities. He's given you everything. And when we do use our gifts to the best of our abilities, God knows you're not going to be perfect, but when you use your gifts to the best of your abilities, God magnifies them. I mean, on all these challenges that I've learned, especially when I don't stop, it's incredible what I'm able to learn. I mean, things that I would have never thought I could learn. Now, I don't know what it is for you, but I, I do want to share in, in Proverbs eighteen sixteen. it says, A man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before great men. Well, here we have a, a 12-year-old boy that was in the temple using his gifts. And he was speaking to the elite. When you show up and start walking in your gift and start knowing who you are and stop worrying about what anyone else is telling you to do because you are not going to be accountable to your parents. You're not going to be accountable to your friends. You're not going to be accountable to anyone else around you. You're going to be accountable to one single person when your life is over. And that's going to be God. So don't let everyone else make decisions. I'm pretty sure when we get, when we get to the other side, we're going to be like, oh, yeah, they, they, you know, all these people told me stuff and I wasn't sure what to do. And he's going to be like, well, did you ask me? I mean, well, not really, because I didn't think you'd answer. You know, or, or whatever we're going to say in that moment. But first of all, I promise you, he does answer. Especially with the, the questions of our soul, he really answers. I know that to be true. And I know that every one of you have so many gifts and so many abilities. No matter what anyone else tells you around you, no matter what anybody says you have to do, there is only one single person in the world you need to please. And that's God. There was a religious leader of mine who's long since passed, but his name was Brigham Young. And he said, I care about two opinions in the world, what I think of me and what God thinks of me. The more you care more about what God is thinking of you than any other person, the happier your life will be. And, and the more you'll be able to serve in the world, however you're meant to. And don't worry about how everything looks in this moment. I mean, there's that great quote that says, it's always darkest before the dawn. That's actually true. I mean, the sky is darker right before it gets light. So you could be right on the verge of doing something amazing, but we quit our path because it's, we say it's not working. Hey, the more we show up, the better our path begins to work. The more we're able to inspire other people, the more we're able to have fun, the more we're able to inspire ourselves. And you have no idea how many people you are inspiring. 
You have zero idea. I mean, it's like sometimes people that, you know, put out inspirational work, they're concerned about how many views or how many likes or whatever that they get. But there's tons of people that watch things and it does affect them that don't like, that don't comment or anything. And that's okay. We don't need to do things to be praised by men. No, don't get me wrong. It's, it's really nice sometimes when people are like, oh my goodness, thank you so much for you know, this thing that you did. Absolutely. We all love that. But at the end of the day, in a way that I don't even begin to understand, God is pleased with the work that you're doing. He's pleased with you trying. And the more we're quick to walk in wisdom's paths, the more incredible and amazing your life can become. You know, instead of walking with tiptoes or instead of dipping our toes into what we feel inspired about doing, let's do our best to throw, in, throw ourselves into wisdom's path the best that we can. Because when you start doing that, oh my goodness, God will do amazing things for you. All he wants is us to be obedient. And the funny part about it is when we're obedient to the things we're guided and directed to do, our life becomes amazing. So I want to ask you guys again, what is it that either before this conversation or you know, even now, you're thinking, oh my goodness, this is the thing that I need to do. Go do that. Really, really do the best you can to throw yourself in. Don't worry about anyone else says. Don't worry about what anyone else does. Because like, we could go into why they do what they do, but it doesn't matter. We just need to learn to trust ourselves and to think highly of ourselves that we don't care as much what people are going to say. Don't get me wrong. We, we all care what people think. We all want people to look at us, to, you know, to appreciate what we're doing, to find us attractive, like all of those things. Absolutely, we want those. But at the end of the day, let's give God the steering wheel back. Say, okay, you tell me what you want me to do. And, and your life will begin to unfold in a matter that's amazing. See, you know what it's really like? It's like the yellow brick road. But it's more like the yellow brick road unfolds. It's like you can, you can, can't even see because the next step is dark. And then another, another step on the yellow brick road unfolds and another step and another step and another step and another step. Once you take one, it will automatically open up the other step. And so as long as you just keep taking even tiny steps, just take them like as quickly as we can, you'll be amazed and astounded at what begins to happen in your life. So once again, whatever you feel you've been slow to do on wisdom's paths that God has guided you to do, go do that and you will, you'll be amazed. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, 
It's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on, and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes, so you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.